Whether fresh, canned, or jellied, this tart, tangy, bright berry is a winter feast staple on North American tables. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 Elementary Advent Calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022 full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. Behind today's advent door is the cranberry. For many, the bright red cranberry is synonymous with the Thanksgiving table, but cranberries were part of North American diets far longer than I knew. According to National Geographic, cranberries were a staple for the Algonquin, Chippewa, Cree, and the Wampanoag. They were the Native Americans who taught the pilgrims how to plant squash, beans, and maize in 1621 and save their lives. I learned that cranberries' uses are widely varied. Berries are eaten as fresh fruits or dried and made into pemmican cakes. Leaves can be steeped as tea or dried and smoked as tobacco substitute. Or mashed fruit was used to dye porcupine pills for clothing and jewelry or to bait snowshoe rabbit traps. My own cranberry traditions follow the lines of my distant British forebears, who, as food historian Ken Albala describes, imported their own medieval culinary traditions and did what many Europeans did with sour fruits. They made a sauce for wild fowl like grouse, pheasants, and the ever-abundant American turkeys. In a sauce, I appreciate cranberries' tanginess in contrast to things like roasted turkey and chicken, and although I'm partial to canned cranberry jellies, my mom makes a mean cranberry orange sauce that accompanies our traditional, non-traditional Southwest-inspired turkey dinner. And I find some really interesting irony in this because the entire recipe set, about which I talk in a recent issue of the Asby Journal, is strongly influenced by the flavor traditions of the American Southwest. So it feels like we've come full circle somehow. But here's a point of departure for me. A childhood Christmas dinner roast was likely to be turkey, not necessarily roast beef like I found a lot of my American friends have. It didn't occur to me until I was older and started engaging with the holiday traditions of my friends and, and my husband's family that my family's double turkey holiday dinner was perhaps unusual. At any rate, cranberry relish is a dish that I love to see on my table and in many ways reminds me of the sambals and chutneys that accompany my family's Cape Malay curry dinners. What was interesting, according to Kinabala, is just really that the pilgrims didn't follow any of the culinary food traditions that were already well established by the Native American people that were living in these areas. They went back to the things they knew and that we were familiar with from their countries of origin. I like that. I think that that is really interesting. And we've discussed this before as well. Sometimes those things ground you, right? Yeah. They give you a sense of comfort because it's something that's familiar. So I could understand how the pilgrims would have wanted to use what was here, but still employ that within the cooking traditions that did make them feel comfortable and that were familiar to them. I think that's a really great thing to think about when we're thinking about the root that our culinary traditions have, but then how they've evolved from there. Absolutely. Did you have cranberries on the table for Christmas? Yeah, we did. Mostly it was the jellied cranberry. As I started my own traditions, I have a cranberry salad that has to be on the Christmas table or people get upset. And my grandma used to make a cranberry sauce. 
And I actually wrote about that story. This is about harvesting wild cranberries. And yeah, I wrote that story in the As We Eat journal. That's available for our listeners. You know, we've both mentioned today that we have an As We Eat journal, which we probably haven't talked about much in our episodes, but we do have an As We Eat journal that is an online companion to the rest of our project here. You can find it at asweeat.substack.com. We go a little bit deeper into some of the things that we've talked about on our episodes, and we include things that we haven't even touched on in our episodes as well. So go check it out. And it's also a good place to find some of the recipes or dishes that we talk about. I'm planning on sharing my cranberry orange relish recipe from my traditional, non-traditional Southwest-inspired turkey dinner. So go ahead and check that out and see if it's something you want to include on your table this year. Behind tomorrow's elementary advent door is a creamy, occasionally boozy concoction that might not only warm your stomach, but your soul as well. And this is one of my favorite things to enjoy during the holiday season. I look forward to it just as much as anyone might look forward to pumpkin spice lattes. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Lay and Cam. There too. 